episode what is 74 right 73 no i put the wrong thing oh no it is 70 i thought it was seven okay 70 uh <laughs> 73 if i said what i said podcast <laughs> starring your girl jazzy and sasha the one who knows is episode 73. <laughs> and I put 73 right there too. But Hey y'all, what's up? What's up? We back like we never left. Back like a Cadillac. We back. I like that. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> you thought it was <laughs> You thought I was gonna agree with you? Mm. I'm gonna sip this whole one cup this whole episode. You have a song mood of the week? I have a mood. Um, I've been listening to Slime Language too, mm-hmm. Young Thug's compilation album with him, Gunna, his all his artists, and that song, Come and See, featuring Mr. Rowdy Rebel, is my shit. That's not the Ski song? Mm-mm. Ski is, um, don't quote me, but I want to say Ski is with Travis Scott, but yes. I could be wrong. I think you're right. I could be wrong. I said Come and See. Let me correct myself. Came and Saw. Because okay, of same course. Thing, same thing. Same thing. Same Come thing. Come and see. Came and saw. You're, You're seeing right. either way. Regardless of the fact, featuring Mr. Um, Roddy Rebel, that's my ship. Um, Ski, actually, I think it's just Young Thug. Diamond Dancing is with Travis Scott. But that. Diamond, Diamond. Slime Diamond, Season. Diamond, slime Language. I keep saying, keep saying um, Slime Season. Slime Language 2 is giving me what Slime Language 1 was lacking. I really mm. like all the features on here. They got a, they got a song here called Real with Uno Funk. Un Funk. U-N-F-O-O-N-K. I don't know where he's from. I've never heard him before. Right there. That fucking song is fire. How does how do they how does their ethnicity sound? Like what do they sound like? He's he sounds American. I mean I mean like does he sound like he could be Mm mm, I don't sound like an accent. No uh, accent. Or maybe like Memphis? Okay. I want to say Memphis. I've been I've been listening to there's another rapper EST or something like that. Don't quote me. Girl, I don't know. Then shit. again, I always tell y'all don't quote me. There's a rapper out of um, Memphis that um, I got from another um, publication I was listening to, and he's fucking fire. So Memphis has been really doing it for me. Um, Moneybag Yo dropped on Friday. Did you listen? Not yet. Um, I'm feeling it. It's still Moneybag Yo. Still, I think he still needs to grow on me a little bit, but I love. What he does to a certain extent. I love Moneybag, yeah. I love him. I love him. I love his music. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad at all. What's your move this week? I would say my mood of the week would be, I would say any song about, any. I would say any gospel song about giving thanks. Because a lot of good things literally aligned up for me within last week. Literally. Mm-hmm. All things. So whatever, good things like to good people. Mm-hmm. Period. Amen. So whatever, whatever song that relates to that, anything like that, I would say for that one. I have I like. I don't think I really like. I haven't really been like listening to like to music lately because I need to get my fucking like my AirPods because I didn't like the AirPod Pros I got. Oh, you didn't like them with the noise canceling? I hated them. I I hated those. I'm scared of the aspect of noise canceling because. I want it. I know I don't like if I'm listening to music. I don't want like background noise. That's 
if it's too loud. But I don't want it to completely be canceled out because I, I didn't didn't like know somebody sneaking up on me. I didn't. I, I didn't need to like, get a yeah, whiff of that, something in my ear. I like, just and I didn't. I just didn't like them. I just didn't they like them are at bigger. All. They're, they're bigger in size. They're a little doofier. So I, I just, I want to get. I want to go. I have my um, AirPod, the first one. Yeah. I had the right one. I just said I was gonna go on eBay and buy a left one. Oh yeah, they do. That, that yeah, Shame. for like thirty six dollars. Probably not Amazon. Yeah, eBay. That, I need to get yeah. a charging case. I saw a charging case for forty dollars on Amazon. And then I started reading the reviews, and they were like, "Go on eBay. This shit is trash. Do eBay." So yeah, all I need is a charging case. Yeah, eBay got them. I didn't want AirPods in the first place, and now it's a responsibility I have to take care of. I, I was saying I wanted to get that um, whatever, the one with the cord. I just need to get music. That's how I like Seriously. listening to my music. Exactly. You know what I'm saying with my. I still walk around with my big like ass that. JBLs. They Bluetooth, mm-hmm. but they they're very they they can be a little. They're not inconvenient at all, even though they're big. They just mm-hmm. they're loud. They're red. Mm-hmm. But. Speaking of gospel music, Sunday service performed yesterday at DMX's memorial service. And they did a great job. I know I've said on here before that I love Sunday service. Mm-hmm. I come from a choir background. I, I love anything with acoustics, ranges, riffs and rafts, and just people just showing vocal ability and range. So um, that shit was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. I, I, I didn't see Kanye. I don't know if he was there leading the choir. So. I don't think he was. But Sunday service, they did an amazing job. And um, yeah, so backtracking, DMX's memorial service was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a procession. I want to say it right. Processional motorcycles, four wheelers in his personal casket was on top of a monster truck. They left from Yonkers. A huge. Fucking truck. Yo, that shit like that, bigger than the monster trucks that be in the monster truck show. That shit was fucking beautiful. Thousands of motorcycles, all just riding from Yonkers, all the way to the Barclays in Brooklyn, and that shit was just beautiful. Like it looked, it looked amazing. I mean, I believe his send off was something for the books. I believe it was something that he would definitely, definitely be proud of. Mm-hmm. I think they did. I did. I think they did right by him. They did right by him. I'm seeing little. I'm seeing more clips. Um, I just saw a clip about 20 minutes ago with um, his ex-wife um, shouting out his, um, his current fiance, and that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, just her showing, sharing words of encouragement and praise for who she was in his life then and there, and it was a, it was a, um, it was a boss moment. So I appreciated that. Um, but I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Um, I was doing something at the time. They streamed it on his YouTube page, but mm-hmm. I think the send off was beautiful. I think I think they did it right by him, and that's what we wanted. So, hey, mm-hmm. still rest easy, Earl Simmons. Oh, I love that. I oh, really love his his name. I, it's Earl very Simmons. simple, but I just love it. Mm-hmm. It's I just it speaks to. It's like a polar opposite to who he was as DMX. So I just love yeah. Earl Simmons. Let's move it on over. So I decided to do see your player and play at before we get into the BS news because pretty much it's BS. So I just wanted to give it to Nina Parker. She's a TV host. She's like she be on E. She hosts all the um like the Love and Hip Hop reunions. Like she's a host for that and she I've does seen like her face yeah, before, yeah some other things. So she became the first black woman to have a plus size clothing line displayed in Macy's. And I had put a fun fact, which is really, I was being a smart ass. The first Macy's opened up on October 28th, 1858. I actually and knew see, that. And you did see that yeah. in 2021, it opened up in 1858. 
and in 2021 first black first woman black woman have a and pl- first plus size black, black plus size clothing mm-hmm. line i mean i guess we're becoming more progressive right yeah we got to look at it on a positive note because this is like it's 10 negative i feel like it's always yeah it is but i feel like we're always in the negative there's a positive so let's just keep it yeah she, she did the damn thing if mm-hmm. it took from 1858 all the way to 2021 for this to happen i'm glad that it was somebody mm-hmm. of our color it was somebody representing us and somebody that a lot of households know mm-hmm. a lot of people watch um reality tv they're really invested in it and for her to be so known i saw a lot of praise surrounded by it she had a lot of support mm-hmm. behind it so that was beautiful and i'm definitely gonna be checking out her pieces because shorty is thickies and i love me a good piece she, and she, i love macy's she's a, she can she has a nice style so that's good she works with some good people so i will be she, using burl's macy's car so hopefully yeah i know the clothes are gonna be cute they're gonna be cute um, shout outs to her Jacob, Mr. Jacob from Harrisburg, PA, applied to over 18 different colleges and universities and received over $100,000 in various scholarships. And he will be going to Howard University. So shout out to him. Is Howard the real HU or is it Hampton? I never could. Oh, be I don't in this know. Debate, I don't. But we have, we have, have to see some things. We have to ask either, either, <laughs> Cause either I, one. Because I, I ain't go. <laughs> I ain't go to either. But um, we gotta ask. Uh, Baby fighting. You're the one who's a real HU. I'm so you know one. You know how we're gonna say Howard and Hampton. Gonna, gonna say, say Hampton. Hampton. You're right. I rocked with Howard because we were closer, and I actually went there. And then Hampton, they had that whole business attire thing that I didn't really personally like. And oh, they did. Yeah, you had to dress business um, Monday through Thursday. You had to wear business attire on campus. <laughs> so now I gotta go down. To, I gotta go down to fucking. Um, New York and Company and buy a bunch yes, of slacks. I'm not right. doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Oh, but. I, I forgot that. You are absolutely right. I forgot Hampton did that. I'm so happy out of all the schools that he could have cho- um he could have chose to go to. He, he went did. to HBCU. And that's what what's his name? Um son did as well. And I like that. Um fuck. Somebody's son. I is, know who you're talking about, but it's, going not, to, it's not hitting here. It's, it's going to H. Is it Shaq? Shaq's son? No. No. I know who you're talking about. A basketball player, though. Is it something in sports? It's basketball. And they're choosing to go to HBCU instead of going to a D1 school. Masterpiece son. Yes. There we go. Hersey. Yeah, Hersey. So he's choosing to go Hersey to... Hersey Miller. Yeah, he's going. he chose to go to a HBCU. Yes, yeah. I like I, that. I love that. Let's put... I mean... When it comes when it comes down to HBCUs, I believe that I've got most of my characteristics and my spunk factors from going to a predominantly black school. Mm-hmm. I won't regret that decision. Um, and I know my my sister went to a predominantly white school. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people that went to PWIs and they wish they had the experiences that we had. It was just waking up every day, walking on campus, and just seeing a whole bunch of black go getters was beautiful. It absolutely put Pep in your step. Now it could make you party a little bit more than usual as well, too. You might even have a semester or two where you, <laughs> you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. But when it comes down to it, just that drive of just seeing everybody, all black faces, bra- all shades yep. of brown, all shades of black, in the same vicinity, doing the same thing, mm-hmm. just trying to fucking hustle out and strive. That shit was beautiful. And it's an experience that I would love my kids to have if they choose the route of college. Um, if they don't, they don't. Um, cause student loans is a bitch at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we can identify with, with pre- predominantly white schools. 
student loans is student loans. That's yeah. It. That's it. But um, shout outs to Sir. Shout outs to him, yo. Yes, Mr. Jacob. Every time I see these kids that just apply to all these it. schools and they get all these scholarships, I'm like, that's the fucking game. That's what you're supposed to do. Yep. I fucking love it. So shout outs to him. All right. So now we get to the, the bullshit. That was short lived. Of the uh. Cause celebrities, you know, they ain't really, I ain't, they ain't really did shit that that last week. They kind of like kept it, kept it somewhat cool. It's too much real life bullshit mm-hmm. going on, real catastrophic, yeah. bullshit going so, on. So, um, a local, um, I don't know why it typed like that. Yeah, well, as a professor in um Greensboro was fired because he was on a Zoom call with a bunch. Was he a professor? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not because I um. Oh, I'm lying. I saved this one on Instagram, and I said we could come back and talk about this. Yeah, a local. Yeah, it's a local official in Greensboro, North Carolina. Was you know um, what this this is rooted in BS, but her response was black excellence. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I'm not even. um, I'm not even mad at 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 us discussing this right now. Was fired after disrespecting a black president by initially refusing. To use her doctoral title in a Zoom meeting. So I'ma just hold on. Let me see if I can uh play it. Play it. It's saying it's typing this saying it's refusing. Mrs. Rosario has something about one of those. Doctor Rosario, thank you. Mrs. Rosario has something about Dr. Rosario. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Your name says on here, Carrie Rosario. Hey, Carrie. Um, it's Dr. You Rosario. Got, you got something I would call you Tony, me. so please, sir, uh, yeah. call me as I would like to be called. That's how I'm identified. It, it doesn't really matter. We're here it matters to me. Buddy. It matters to me. If and I'm, out of respect, I would like you to call me by the name that I'm asking you to call me by. Thank you. Your screen says Carrie Rosario. I'm verbalizing my name is Dr. Carrie Rosario. And it really speaks very negatively of you as a commissioner to be disrespectful. Commissioner. Yeah. Okay. So I watched that video last night and I watched, I watched it in front of my mother and I cussed up a storm. I don't care what my screen says. I don't care what it says on my Zoom meeting. I don't care if my uh, um, official title is just my first and my last name. I'm telling you what I would like to be called. You respect me as such because if I didn't say doctor or if I didn't say commissioner because as a commissioner, you're supposed to put that title in when you're addressing them to a certain extent, mm-hmm. you would have a fucking field day. You would have my head on a platter. Yeah, sure would. I'm glad she didn't back down. I'm glad that he could not get a word in otherwise until he addressed her by her title that she fucking worked and paid for. And I, I didn't see the rest of the video to know if she, um, if he even sat there and he ended up calling her by her title, which is doctor. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot he what got she fired. Yeah. I'm surprised they fired him. I'm going to be honest. This happens all the time. It happens all the time in emails and they'll leave the MD, they'll leave the PhD out <clears throat> purposely knowing yep. that they're di- directing somebody of that qualification, mm-hmm. but they'll leave it out purposely because they refuse to acknowledge that the stature of what, what I am is what you don't deem me exactly. to have. And I sat there and I watched it and I'm just like, I can be upset about this because clearly he's being a fucking asshole, mm-hmm. but I'm not surprised. That's the number one thing. And number two, she held her own. 
So that's why I say, even though it's it's right there on the top of the bullshit, mm-hmm. she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. You're going to address me as such. And if you don't do so, we can't hold the conversation. Hmm. And it's just that simple. So Dr. Rosario, Dr. Carrie Rosario, did exactly what she's supposed to do to get that motherfucker together. And I won't say his name. I don't care what title he has. He didn't have enough respect for her, so I don't have enough respect for him. Period. She did what she was supposed to do. I, I, I appreciate it. It's rooted in bullshit, but she did what she was supposed to do. He's an idiot. And I'm glad he got fired. I didn't expect that. I, I don't... I, I sit here and I, I don't expect for anybody to sit there and... and we all got to start somewhere. So that's the start. Start with what? I'm talking about them. Like, start like... Oh, yeah. One person does it. You know, somebody... You know what I'm saying? Somebody has to start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got to start something. So when they Somebody's don't address you as first. your title in those those professional emails and mm-hmm. when you're you're in conference calls and you're on Zoom meetings and they're not giving you the just do that you deserve and what you worked for and what you probably still paying off fucking loans for. Like, call me by my title. That is what I tell. I don't care if my fucking, if it said one, two, three, slash zero, zero, seven, 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 four. If I tell you to call me Sasha, you're going to call me Sasha because that is my name. And that is what I'm telling you to address me as. Mm-hmm. Period. Just have some fucking common decency. You don't have to respect me, but you're going to respect this title. Because I have the same as you. Period. Shout out to Dr. Rosario. I fucks with her. Um... Uh, Derek Chauvin, mm-hmm. the murderer, the man that killed George Floyd, um, guilty found, yeah. and convicted murderer of George Floyd. Um, well, the jury got it right, y'all. I'm, I know we spoke about this. Um, yeah, last episode we said that they were on trial. Um, six, it was going on the fifth week or the sixth week that they were on trial for um, this murder that we saw last year of George Floyd, of um, Derek Chauvin, mm-hmm. literally suffocating this man with his fucking knee on his neck for nine minutes. It was taped, recorded, and went viral everywhere and started a complete and utter uproar and a movement and in, in, in such. It, it revamped the movement that was already going on. Um, he's been found guilty in all counts. So second degree murder, um, manslaughter, something and something else. I, I'm I'm not even gonna pretend to know the 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 charges because I didn't think that he would get all of them. I, I honestly I, I didn't know he was gonna get convicted. And that just shows you we could watch a nine minute video of a blatant murder happen right before all of our eyes and still not believe that this man and his family are gonna receive justice because he's black. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. I haven't spoken to one person who sat here and thought that they, that man was going to get off on all counts. They thought, yeah, he'll be convicted of, gu- of being guilty on something, but not on all counts. Um, I didn't even hold my breath. I, I didn't. Said... I just thought that they, I thought they, the system was going to fail us again. Which, so sad that when we're sitting here rejoicing and the justice for one family, something else ha- tragic happens. Mm-hmm. And the week before something else tragic happens that keeps showing us, oh yeah, well, you know, he, we, you got that one, y'all got that one victory, but don't get it twisted. We going to keep taking y'all out. I really think it's a sick game and a plight against certain people in the wrong place in the wrong time when it comes to black people that's been going on because the amount of police killings that have happened in the past two weeks, it has to be, it, it has to be a sick game. And I don't like to go into conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff about them trying to take us out, this, that, and the third. But then you got to kind of question certain shit. But with Derek Chauvin, like, 
he's he faces up to he could get a max of seventy years in prison. Well, he's under he's under investigation now for like for something in the past, from which like they would have never opened up if this didn't happen. Yeah, from beating like something with a sixteen year old. The thing is, Derek Chauvin had nine counts of police misconduct against him. Oh, it's gone. Blame Shamor. Blame Shamor. It's gone. You got anything else? No, I'm good. I don't need a... Nine counts of police misconduct before him. He had a another racially charged death when he was on the force, but of course they didn't investigate. Right. They didn't look into it. That was, I believe that was with a Hispanic man hmm. or somebody of another minority. So when it comes down to it, this man, this is what he does. This is what Derek Chauvin did. And 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 just looking at how he his face was when they read the guilty verdict on all counts. He literally, you can see in his face, he believed that he was going to get off. Like, oh, they, they, they're really going to lock me up for, sh- what, for killing a black person? Y'all, y'all care about that now? Like, you can see it on his face. Right. This is clearly something he's been doing for how, however long he's been in law and fucking enforcement. But this is the first time when he's being held accountable for his actions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it took a 17-year-old girl and bystanders videotaping a... For us to see how you've been treating black people in that area for however long. Now they got them on suicide watch and they got all this bullshit mm, and off. fuck, fuck you. Do, do you, they do they put people like automatically on suicide watches like that? I thought I read something when like When it's that. high profile like that, yeah. Yeah. So they automatically put them on suicide watch even though yeah, even they didn't the, act out on it. Yeah. That's what I read. That they because that. it's high profile. Like this, this, this case changes the course of history. It holds accountability to a lot, a lot of police. Um, fucking what's the name that I'm looking for? I'm drawing a blank. Police departments that need to be under investigation. Mm-hmm. This is just one of them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, do we need more convictions? Of fucking course we do. Are we gonna get them? We don't know. Who knows if this is just the one example out of a hundred, mm-hmm. out of a million? We don't know. We'll see. But. The jury did right by the by by George Floyd and his family because that shit was egregious. And the judge that video also was denied disgusting. his. Uh... Oh yeah, he was trying to do bail, right? Yes. How you get convicted like, on, and you try bro. to do like, bail? What are you doing? You want to spend your last day? <laughs> <eight hours>? No, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Sit in your cell, bitch. Period. Yeah. That's it. No, it. there's no bail for you. Your time is passed. Hey, you got, you got out bail. already. You got out already. Those, sure all did. those white supremacists that posted your bail, they can't do shit for you now. Nope. Sit in your shit. You fucked up. Hmm. Like, I'm glad they got it right. I mean, there's some positivity <clears throat> out of it, but then it's rooted in so much fucking evil. And that's the sad part. The thing about it can is, we really be happy for this? Somebody no. should have to die for black people to get justice. Come on. You know what I'm saying? On, like, talking about, like, you know, about justice, did you see that, um... Where the fuck is it? It's on here somewhere. Where they, um... Where the where the fuck is it? The um the Asians, how they got that um that Asian like anti Asian hate bill passed mm-hmm. or whatever, and I'm just like we haven't addressed uh, we haven't addressed the whole um Asian hate crimes and everything that's been going on on here, and I purposely have stayed away from that topic because when I speak about the Asian community. Overall, it's a very, um, it doesn't come from, it comes from a, a sort of a resentful place. Yes. And for me to put peace into that and really speak to them on a, on a higher level, 
I, I got to do some more soul searching within myself. So that's why I stay away from certain topics or or I get more educated and versed in things my, that I talk about. My thing, I haven't had good experiences with the Asian Yeah, my thing is do I, I, do, I, do I feel like, you know, no, no, I don't, I'm white, black, purple, green, blue, Human Asian, shouldn't treat human, human shit. Exactly, like you, like, period, period, at all. It's like, why do you, I don't, I'm going to, I'm I'm and. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. You you gonna kill whoever gonna kill me for it gonna kill me for it. I don't feel like if you don't have a just do or you don't feel a certain type of way for a certain cause, you do not have to. No, you don't have to stay. And there's some guiltiness behind it because I even feel it to a certain extent. And I I know there's other people out there that can identify with it. But when it comes to the Asian Asian hate crimes, I am not saying any way, shape, or form that they deserve. What they are getting, especially because the demographic of the people who are suffering are older Asian mm-hmm. people, and it's fucked up. But I have been profiled. I have been racially profiled. I have been demeaned every time. I have been disrespected by certain Asian cultures, and it's always been in an instance where I'm sitting there, I'm giving them my hard-earned money, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's fucked up. And it's fucked up. And that's why I, I want to stay away from talking about what's going on with the Asian hate crimes because I speak, and I, don't, and I don't like to generalize, but I speak about that demographic of people with a little bit of resentment because of the past experiences that I've had. I would go inside of a beauty supply store in my neighborhood. It's not even in past, my hood. It's still, it's still, it's still happening. Like my mother just came back from vacation in her home country. And she goes inside of a shop and it's a it's a big influx of um chinese people in guyana mm-hmm. and they're following her everywhere of 63 62 year old women and they're in your and mom's you're in country. my mother's yes. home country yes we would go to the beauty supply store and the man would leave his cat he would leave his register to follow me and my cousin like we don't come in here mm-hmm. every single sunday and buy fucking weaves and ponytails and headbands and whatever it is we spend money with you every sunday but yet every sunday you are going to follow us around your store Mm -hmm. for stealing or disrespecting us on the subway or when we come into your restaurant disrespecting us and not seating us before you you'll sit there and you'll seat other white people and and and, the nail salon and 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 we're spending money with you and you have appropriated things that you know that we have that as a black and an urban community, you guys are really set foot your businesses here mm-hmm. and we spend money with you mm-hmm. and you treat us egregiously like we're not the reason for your livelihood. Why mm-hmm. you send money back to your fucking family is because of our dollars. And like I said, all of the crimes that are happening are absolutely disrespectful on every aspect on every aspect. But now I guess you guys kind of know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you, I don't want anybody to know Nobody. what this shit feels like. Nobody. I don't want any one culture to sit there and be subjected. Because I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Asian. No, I, I know some people that, I I know some Asian people that have good hearts. Mm-hmm. But it's because they've probably been in an urban culture long enough to know that black people are not the, the enemy. We're not the problem. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the educated ones. The anti-Asian hate crimes bill. Now, they, they, it took them what the, two months, and then we, we ain't got shit. And it's because we don't have we don't have. I mean, kids. lynching is still legal in a lot but of there. There, there is no anti-black uh, hate crimes bill. Do we have that? 
Of course we don't. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's, there are hate crime bills and they, and they don't, and they're not for us. And that's why I'm, I'm yeah, no, I'm, and they're not, not for it's us. just like, it's supposed to be for everybody. Like, but see how fast us. that, like, it's just, I just be like, it just shows to you who you put down and who you try to marginalize the most are the people that need to open their eyes. Mm-hmm. They try to stop us at every turn. They try to marginalize, marginalize black people at every turn. They try to put us down. They try to keep us down. They try to keep us pitted against each other. They love when we have our battles. Mm. And it's an aspect because they know what we are capable of. And I really wish as a community that we could see the only reason why they go so hard against black people is because we are made of fucking magic. Yep. I'm going to keep saying it till somebody fucking hears me. There is no reasoning. There's no ways. There's no, there's no amount of hate. That can keep us down because we're resilient as fuck. That's number one. We need to realize that if we come together as a whole. And when I say a whole, I'm talking about black man, black woman, gay man, gay woman, gay black man, gay black woman, heterosexual black man, heterosexual black woman, trans black man, trans black woman, everybody, our whole community. It's not under umbrella. And I know we're divided on a lot of aspects because... A lot of things are rooted mm-hmm. in evilness and dividedness. But if everybody from every walk of life and every spectrum that identifies with being fucking black. If we all came together and see that we are made of fucking magic. Do you know the stars we can shoot for? Mm-hmm. Do you know the fucking pinnacles in life we can reach? We're too busy when something happens. We're, we're battling each other. Why is there a fucking battle surrounded by Makia Bryant? Because mm. people are idiots, ignorant. Why is there even a discussion? Why is there even a discussion on if it was justified for this young girl to be murdered or not? And Regardless sure of the circumstance, sure you say girl very strong because she is a girl, a, like a sixteen-year-old woman. What since when have y'all ever known a sixteen-year-old to be fucking women? And I'm so happy that you sent me that because it was she. Jasmine sent me. A CNN clip where they were talking to some beautiful black woman professors, authors, adv- a- a- um, activists um, from MSNBC. It was a news clip. And they were talking about adultification of black women. And I did a paper about this in my post-grad class. And it's a topic that is not talked about. It's something that we see in the foster care system all the time. Mm-hmm. And then that this story hits home for me. I well, They do that in the foster care? Yeah. They call 17-year-olds women and men? Listen... Juvenile 16. justice system. They'll sit there and they'll, 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 a 14 year old boy that's literally seen violence and has had to submit and struggle all of his entire life, but they'll trial him as a, as a 20, 25 year old and they'll, they'll tell him he's a man because he wants to talk back and he's authoritative. I heard, oh, and he'll yeah, have I oppositional okay, disorder yeah, and he'll have yeah. defiance disorder. Yeah, I'm gonna be fucking defiant when every single person that I've looked at an, author- an authority shows. level has literally downplayed me as a child you have failed me as a child you as an adult has failed me as a child but that's another topic for another time that i really do want to get mm. in depth with but Makia, is it Makia bryant Makia bryant makaya makaya bryant 16 year old girl black girl from columbus ohio mm-hmm. i think so i've read so many things that i've Pretty much, I'm trying to catch this from memory. I think it's Columbus, Ohio. I'm not sure. I got to look. I want to give backstory. Um, And I've purposely not posted anything 
not said anything on social media about this particular story because of the context surrounded by this story, it hits home for me. And every time I Columbus, see it, Ohio. every time I see it, every time I read it, it really brings me into a, a dark space. Because baby girl was in the foster care system, living in, I want to say, a group home. Her and her, her younger sister. And... It was said that she police were called to the home by her um, because she was being threatened. She called them for help. And there's backstory. She called them for help because two females were trying to jump her. And she had a knife. She was trying to defend Grown herself. 28-year-old women and it, were in her face who were also foster her foster moms. Older foster kids who no longer live in the home. However, we to come to but the house. I, but they what? There are two stories on that. What? They're saying that the foster mother saying that that's not true. Granted, she could be just saying that to save face, right? For the backstory that came out before her statement got out, she said that it was a quarrel between. But regardless, honestly, of that, I don't. Honestly, I don't. Home, I don't. Anyway, you. It should never be. Never be nothing in the news. Like even, of course, never about you no know, no. 16 year old getting killed about police, but I don't, it never should be in the news where 28 year old women are arguing with a 16 year old. What the fuck? I don't care how you spin it. I don't care if it was two 16 year olds in a house being unruly. I don't care if it was a 28 year old woman that the foster mother called because this child was being unruly. And, and regardless of the fact, Makia was shot four times and lost her life. We should not be discussing a 16-year-old girl losing her life because she felt threatened for whatever reason. I don't care what the reason was. I don't care That's if McKee was having a nervous breakdown. That is why you have fucking crisis. That is why you have ambulances that you call. That is why you call and you... And as a foster parent, and I don't know how they do it in other states. I know how they do it where I'm from because mm. I work in the social service field. I work directly in tangent... With the foster care system. And I'm not sitting here saying that it couldn't happen in Jersey. Because trust me. There's some shit that we see. And even at the point that Makia and her sister were in the foster care system. They were failed in some way shape or form. Because that's supposed to be a last resort. But I'm not here to judge on where these little girls came from. All I know is that there's trauma there regardless. But if the backstory is that her foster mother. Called. Two 28-year-old adult females day after day. Because they're saying mm -hmm. this is the third day that they came and tried to jump this child. Because supposedly she was being unruly in that home. She wasn't cleaning. So they say. That's a fail right there. That's the, num that's the first fail that we have from Makia. Number two. If it, is, if it does come out, the reports that it was her little sister who called the 911 report. Do you know the guilt that that baby has to live with for the rest of her life? Mm -hmm. She called the police to help her older sister. And it resulted in her no longer being here. So now she has to be in the foster care system by her fucking self. Mm -hmm. That's number two. That's the second way we have failed children, little black girls. Number three, as a police officer, you shoot, you don't ask any questions. And it makes no sense on why you guys use deadly force with us. Mm -hmm. Is there a training manual? Is there literally videos when you see black people you have to kill? 
Is it something, is it a switch that they embed in your fucking heads? Is it a microchip that lets you know when you see a black person, threat, 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 you have to kill? I don't care what any video says. I don't want to, I don't want to have the discussion of her having a knife in her hand. You have a gun, you have a baton, you have a taser, you have handcuffs. You got out of that car, you shot four times in her chest, and that was it. Don't give me the excuse that she was bigger for her size, so she presented herself as an adult. Why are you shooting somebody to kill them without assessing the fucking situation? He didn't ask no question. He just got out and, sh and started You got out of your car and you shot. Mm -hmm. That was it. <clears throat> what sense does that make? What are our tax dollars paying for when you motherfuckers are being trained? I don't understand. And that's when it goes back to, there should be no reason why it takes me five years, an undergrad, two and a half, you know, years for us to get a degree. And these motherfuckers got to go to police school for two months and only get 200 hours. No. And y'all doing it for, what are y'all doing it for? Y'all want to sit here and do, y'all jobs be so pressed to sit here and, you know, make us do motherfucking, you know, I would say like drug tests and shit like that. But y'all don't even take the time to really sit there and deep dive in these people that y'all are putting in the police academy. Y'all not going on Facebooks and saying that they are known fucking How racist. do you reform, not doing how do you reform a system that do doesn't do even give a fuck? No. We got to wait weeks, months, years you know, somebody, for body cams. Somebody that this goes, came out the next day to what? To appease us? To make us feel better because she had a knife in her hand? There, mother there was a video last week with a white man literally pulling a gun out on a cop saying, get the fuck away from me. And that man is alive to tell his every, story. Every white person that has... has from Kenosha to fucking South Carolina with, the, um, with Dylan Roof. I don't even want to fucking say his name because he's a fucking terrorist. Who shoot up and do mass shootings and they get fucking taken to Burger King and McDonald's before they go to the police precinct? Kenosha, that motherfucker, his mom dropped him the fuck off to shoot people up during a protest for George Floyd. And they get the just due of being able to live and tell their stories regardless of the fact we know they're terrorists. We know they're sick. And then they're getting documentaries and movies made about them. I just seen that somebody. You got you got a cop one. sitting here. You got a cop sitting here, uh, um, getting fucking fired for donating to the Kenosha um motherfucker. His, that Black terrorist. Lady. His fucking um GoFundMe. Like, are you serious? But yet, Micaiah doesn't get to speak on her story and get to tell her traumas and what she went through because we know she went through some shit for the circumstances of where she was for her to have to pull out a knife on two people. What threat was posed there that you did not assess as a law enforcement officer? I'm not a cop. And I would have known to ask questions before I start fucking blazing. You shoot a 16-year-old in her chest. I don't give a fuck if she was 60. I don't care if she was 35. I don't care what she identified with because of her size. You did not ask the questions that should have fucking been asked. And now somebody's baby is dead. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make sense to me. It's not surprising. And that's the sad part. But it still doesn't make sense. And you want to talk about the conversation of reform. How do you reform something like that? How do you reform a system? Because it's happening from Columbus to New Jersey to New York to California, back down to Florida, come back up to Chicago. It's all over the country. The police system is rooted in racism. How do you reform systematic oppression within a public service that is supposed to help us? Who do we call when something bad happens. Because we can't call the cops.
Mm-hmm. You don't think baby girl wanted to call the cops from day one? Nah, but if they come out here, they ain't gonna believe me. What point did she get where she had to pull a knife out on day three? And you come in and you blast her. That doesn't make no fucking sense to me. And it makes me fucking infuriated. Mm-hmm. 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 We failed her. This justice system. Everywhere around. I'm, mm, I'm getting upset. We failed her. And the story hits home. It hits home so hard because I can sit there and pinpoint five or six and I don't expect everybody to sit there assess the situation and pinpoint it. Yes, I have a, a different type of training where I could have sat there and said how this could have literally been avoided. But anybody arguing why this is justifiable, you are part of the problem now. Mm-hmm. So for the DJ Envies and anybody else who wants to sit here and say, well, you know what? She had a knife. You are part of the problem. Because if you could sit there and watch that video, see the tidbits that we have gotten from outside sources and from family friends and think that that child should have lost her life for any reason, you are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Don't hit me. Well, well, if it was my child and my child was being, don't hit me with that. Don't you ever try to de-escalate a situation. Never. It's always shoot to kill. You have a fucking taser. Didn't didn't homegirl mistake her 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 gun for her so taser the said. other day? So y'all have them, but y'all don't fucking use them. I watched a video last week, and it came out maybe like two months ago. They were in um Atlanta. Them tasers was fucking niggas up in the airport, knocking big ass niggas the fuck out. Pepper spray. They have everything. Are you crazy? As cops, don't y'all have to be pepper spray before you can even administer it? Y'all know what that shit can do. Don't tell me that this baby should not be here doing her TikTok videos showing her hair care. Don't tell me she shouldn't be singing and dancing with the rest of us. Because she had some traumas and she had some demons. And she had a last resort to defend herself. If the reports of what is coming out is the truth. She lost her life for defending herself. Are you fucking kidding me? I will, I'm, I'm going to stick close to this story. I'm not going to talk about it on social media because I've seen so much split and divided ignorance mm-hmm. around it and regardless at the end of the day this there's no reason why a 16 year old black girl is not here with us today mm-hmm. period fucking um the man that killed uh brianna taylor um the judge one of the the cops one that of killed brianna taylor this is the one that shot the most bullets his trial has been scheduled for august 30 um it went from August 31st to February 1st. They postponed it, but they're supp- he's supposed to be on trial. My only, I saw this and I wanted to just ask the question, do you think that with this whole thing with George Floyd and Derek Chauvin being held accountable and Breonna Taylor was a very big, um, that she started the, her, 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 her untimely death started the Say Her Name movement. Mm-hmm. Do you think we get some type of justice and justification for this one. I don't know. And that's so sad because we could get one victory and we still go back to these motherfuckers going to yeah, fail us again. I don't know. That's exactly we, how I feel. We yeah. would fail, you know, so many times. It's just like... I think Derek Chauvin is a one-off. I think there was no way for them to justify it. I think if they could have found a way to justify that video, then they would the have. Only, but because they couldn't, they're like, fuck it. The Let's hang this thing out to the drive. Only, he, what's his name? The one, the, the man, the, the cop that killed George Floyd is in jail. And the only other person I know that's in jail is the guy, the white guy that 
I believe the the boy's name is Michael at the 7-Eleven who killed the boy because they was blasting music at 7-Eleven. He's the only one that I know that is in jail. Yeah, yeah, the only one. Oh, and um, the one for um, Botham Jean. Um, her, he, but yeah, she's, she's, she's supposed to be yeah, appealing, she's her, appealing hers. And she could be home. I don't think hers is going to get appealed, though. I, I would hope not. She walked into somebody else's apartment and shot them dead. While they were eating ice cream on the couch and then had the excuse of, I thought it was my apartment. We'll see. We'll see, what the, we'll see what this world turns and does. But um, when y'all have these conversations about police reform, mm. talk about the mental health aspect. Talk about, talk about the training that literally cops have when it comes to brown and black skin tones. How y'all literally shoot to kill mm-hmm. and ask no questions later. Talk about that when you talk about police reform. And let's see if it happens. <sighs> All right, let's get into the topics. You 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 could tell that that shit was built up all week. Mm-hmm. That shit was whoo, that shit was hitting. Um, let's talk about real quick the benefits of being single. So, what are the benefits of being single? I say not having to answer to anybody. <laughs> I was about to say you don't have to check in, which I don't mind. I don't provide. I don't mind providing. You know where I'm going. Yeah, what time I'm gonna be out with my significant other? But um, it's a little bit of a um. You can bet you do what you want. It's a little bit of a um a relief that I feel when I don't have to necessarily check in, tell somebody where I'm going, who I'm going to be be with. Um, I do have another benefit of being single. What? It's a little bit of a less of a responsibility. Oh yeah, you don't to somebody be, else. You, you don't, don't have, have to be really, responsible for nobody else's feelings. I don't have you know to saying? worry nobody that a motherfucker yeah. is not gonna come home. Yeah. Um, or if they're upset, are you upset? Like, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't I'm gonna, just saying, like, you ain't gotta worry about that shit. I didn't say any of that. I was gonna go on a more morbid side, <laughs> like, you have a significant other than you take on the responsibility of worrying about somebody else's. Oh well-being. yeah, of course. So I don't have to worry necessarily. I mean, I don't have to worry necessarily about. If somebody's not going to make it home mm-hmm. or if I'm going to lose that person in an untimely way or mm-hmm. I got to deal with disease or death, like that shit is real. Yeah. And it's a responsibility that if you have a certain amount of anxiety or paranoia, a lot of people do not want to deal with. So a lot of people do stay to themselves for mm-hmm. reasons like that. They're very scared of this world. Yeah. But I mean, benefits of being single. I mean, another benefit that I, I think a lot of people don't speak about, we didn't even say first, is you get to really focus on who you are as a person. Oh, yeah. What you individually want, mm-hmm. what you like, what you're actually looking for in a significant other, if that's what you want to go on and right. deal with in the end. It's, it's a self-love journey when you're single. Not saying that you can't necessarily... Have self love when you're in a relationship, but you feel a little bit more distracted. And especially if you're coming in, if you're in a toxic relationship, let's be real, you are not practicing self love. No, because you not. would not be in a toxic relationship if, if you, you were doing so. Mm-hmm. So there are benefits to being single, and you know, you have you you get you have, uh, you have fun in a relationship, <laughs> but you could have you could have fun when you're single when you're when you're satisfied in being single. Yeah. There's a lot of people out here that are single. They're not satisfied with that status, and that's fine. But just you know, when you're satisfied and single, mm-hmm. there are, there can be some great benefits to it. Um, so who do you who do you think can't find a good significant other? 
do men have a hard time finding somebody good or do us women have a harder time finding that significant other? I think I think it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50, but I'm going to answer on the aspect of I think women have a hard time yes. finding a good, a good significant yeah. other. Anybody can find a significant other. A good. It says good. I yes. would say, you know, because I guess, you know, you know, of course, me being a woman, me having friends that are women, also males. And I hear, I hear, you know, and I see both sides. It's and definitely it's a like, split, yeah. It's a split, but I do feel like we are probably at a more higher, a little bit on the, on the split with not finding... It's just man. because I hear more stories of... Horror stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was going to say that. But yes, they are horror stories to me. I have I hear more women on an aspect settle with yes. some of the significant others and the partners that they've mm-hmm. had or they had. And it takes a lot of struggle and a lot of toxicity for them to come through either whether they mm-hmm. leave it or they never do. And they just live with that. Forever. I, I'm not saying that males don't go through it because there are some women that damage niggas. Damage. Damage them. There are some women that damage men. I've seen it firsthand. At one point in my life, I saw more women being ain't shit than men. Mm. And I want and I asked myself the question, where did that come from? Right. Because it's always been on a reverse side. But when I have conversations about who settled more with cer- certain situations. I'm going to say women. There are things that women tolerate that men are just not going to. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit... I've seen men move on a little bit easier from past relationships than women. Or they suppress it more. Right. So, I think that women... I think it's I think it's women. I think we have a harder time finding a good significant other. Especially when you talk about... What the fuck? Who fighting? Latoya Andrew. Oh God! Why is this on? Especially when you talk about certain circumstances of like age groups and certain shit that the the generation before us and the generation after us mm-hmm. is gonna have to deal with. I just think women get the shitty end of the stick. Yeah, and that's until they know their worth. And then when they know their worth, nobody can't tell them shit. <laughs> um, when do you so boundaries? Talk about boundaries a lot. So, like, when do you set boundaries in your relationship? I think. Like, do you set it from the jump or does something have to happen where you're like, okay, I'm setting boundaries. Like, this is it. Like, I think a lot of people want you to sit there and say you set boundaries from the beginning. But if we're being realistic, especially in a honeymoon phase and everything's good. I feel like no boundaries are really set in the honeymoon phase. I, I think something has to happen yeah. and I think you experience certain things and then I think the first time something happens that you should say something. Mm-hmm. I think it, especially if it's a really big issue or a really big problem or something that's very triggering to you, especially on a traumatic level, it, it needs to be said right then and there because I'll tell you right now, like, and then, you, and then I do say with boundaries, you have to listen to that. You have to watch that person when you set a boundary and how they react to yeah. it. Yeah. If they don't take it serious, if they make fun of it, if it's on an aspect where they're like, they're not understanding where you're coming from, why you're setting that boundary, look at that. The honeymoon phase might end right then and there. Um. Yeah, I think, I think setting boundaries... 
I think you should set it as sit, do whatever you want to do on the aspect of your relationship. People are going to say in the beginning, I think sooner is better than later. Yeah. But I'm not the type of person, if something is not happening, I'm not going to be, well, I don't like da da da. And we're having a great day. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm more of a person. It got to kind of like, oh, you said something that triggered me. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let me tell you why this happened, this, that, and the third. And even sometimes I'll keep my mouth shut, but I'm realizing you got to speak up right then and there. You got to tell somebody something. One, You got to tell them the first time. Yeah. So that they can take into account that this is something that bothers you. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know if it's the beginning, but definitely as things happen, definitely set your boundaries right then and yeah. there. As soon as it happens. Yep. So right under there. Um, If you're considering taking someone back, what words or actions do you need to see from them? I really don't need to see any words. I just need to see what. See no words. I mean, I don't need to hear. I mean, I don't need to hear like no words. I just want to see you improving. You, you know, I just want to see you. You know, saying you improve in the things that you know that you know I said. You know, you fucked up on. So what example? Like an example. Like if you, let me see. I would say like if you not, I guess what's like the big like what's the. That's what I'm saying. What's the big thing that people usually break up with? Um, consistency. Let's say consistency. They're not being consistent. I would have if I, I would have to literally see like you actually putting putting forth being consistent with me because not trying because trying means like. You oh I could just could you could try and be like not gonna do it again. I wanna actually see you like doing it. That's why oh I'm gonna try. No, either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it at all. Cause trying means you're going to see. Like I'm gonna see. I need you to actually like you know, you actually to do it. Like I actually need to see like you do it. Cause you can tell anybody anything. And when people always say like actions speak louder than words, it's very it's true. My mom always told me that since I was fucking little. Every time she always told me actions speak louder than words, and it's true. Yeah. So whatever it is, the issue that we that we broke up with, I literally, I'm you know, I'm a you're gonna have to you know and be consistent with whatever it is that our issue was with. Hmm. And I feel like for me, I feel like I would, we would have to. I wouldn't even want to jump back in a relationship. We would have to. I feel like we would have to start out, not start over, but build it back up because I'm not gonna jump. Head first and it goes up in flames like, again. Go back to like, I'm not gonna pick up where we left off. No, yeah, like, like if we was living together and yeah, had no, finances yeah, and no. all that kind of stuff in time. Like, no, like, would you want? So you would want to go back to like a dating phase? Yes, when they, yes, yeah. because you have. I feel like it's starting over because that's why y'all started something new because that's why the relationship went last. You wouldn't want to go back to something old. You want to just start something over fresh. Definitely, I agree. A fresh start is always. Is always good, even if it's with the same person. Yeah, a fresh start is always good. Starting over fresh. I know a lot of us have different love languages, and some people might appreciate the words of affirmation and this, then the third. Somebody telling you this or giving you praise, and mm-hmm. I, I understand that. I, I definitely do. I think that's one of my love love languages. I'm not sure, but I I would like to see consistency. If we're especially if it's on an aspect, and I'm just speaking. Speaking from personal experience, especially if it's on an aspect where you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Let's say you fucked up. It's not me. It was you. And we split because you fucked up. It's your it's your responsibility to come back in and do what you're supposed to do as that person. Mm-hmm. If you want me back, you got to fight for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
it's really it's it's a lot of the things and a lot of the answers that we come up with when it comes to like relationship derived questions it can be very simple mm-hmm. and not saying that everybody has to do it but if you speak to this if this is your situation if you see resemblance of what you may be experiencing through the words and the experiences mm-hmm. that we share then maybe this is something that you might want to try out. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, if I'm dealing with somebody and they fucked up and they want to get back with me, you got to put in work. Mm-hmm. You got to try. Yep. You have to be consistent. There needs to be changed behavior. And I'm not above having a conversation. Well, I did this in our relationship because I was missing this. I'm not one of well, you can't blame me. No, let okay, so let's see why we got there. I'm one of those people. I I don't have a problem with talking about my past to know where my future and my present stand. So if it's on a basis of that, I'm I'm not gonna be besides, I'm not gonna be above you telling me what I might have done to make you act a certain type of way or why you felt as if you had to do that. Now I can correct you and I might not agree. Nine mm-hmm. out of ten times, I ain't going to agree. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But just show show action and consistency. I need that. If there is nothing, you're not reaching out, you think you're going to hit me up two, three months later and be like, well, I'm back? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Just off the strength that nothing was said or nothing was done on your aspect is going to leave a sour taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to feel like you gave up. And I'm going to have resentment towards you. And I am not fucking with nobody that I have resentment towards. Period. Nope. Because resentment is literally a silent killer. Yep. I refuse to live that life. So put up or shut up. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. Period. Sasha's miscellaneous. It's been a minute, y'all. Sasha's miscellaneous. It's been a while. I got three questions. There are all would you rathers. Okay. So we're going to pick one. And we're just going to do it. Would you rather smell nothing or smell everything? And then there are some smells our noses simply do not catch on due to a plethora of variables and factors. I didn't read that part. But would you rather smell nothing or smell everything? That's number one. Number two, would you rather date someone that's really attractive to you but only likes you for your looks? Or would you rather date someone that's pretty fucking ugly? (laughs) This is your personal preference. But likes everything about you. And then number three is, would you rather have your dream job and get paid less than you like? Or have a job that you hate but get paid more than you ever dreamed of? Mm. And I feel like we might have touched on this third one in some way, shape, or form. Some episodes back, but I'm not sure. It sounded familiar when I was reading it. Um, I guess number two. Maybe. You want to do number two? Yeah. Okay, let's do number two. Um, I would... Date someone that's pretty fucking ugly to me. Honestly, because I don't like this part, but it says, but likes, but likes all parts of you. Because I could give a fuck. Ugly or cute. If they like all parts of me. Why? If I'm with somebody, I want you to, I I don't need you to accept every aspect of who I am as a person. But you're going to like me. Because the first question is. I feel like all likes all parts. Is this only physical? Meaning like physical part, like physical, yeah, because physical. the first, because the first, the but first part like, is I feel like that's but only likes you for your looks. No, I'm, like, no, I'm just saying. Period. I'm just saying. Regardless, like for any, I wouldn't. I don't think that part should have just been like added in. Like, but it it correlates to the first part. I guess somebody that's ugly. I guess I would go with somebody that's ugly. 
That's fucked up. Like, why would dates only be dates so would you rather? <laughs> I would just date someone that's ugly. I would date someone that is pretty fucking ugly to me, but they so appreciate this, everything about me. Is this dating, like, going on dates or, like, we together together? I don't know that aspect. I'm pretty... Yeah. It's your boyfriend. Then the ugly one. But some people are... But I'm just saying, I, I agree with you because I don't care. If I mean, if you're ugly to me, it is what it is, but I would appreciate you... That's loving a, all this aspects is really, this of is a me. Very, it's, it's a very, very shallow. Settled. It's very a settled. Yeah, it's a shallow question. It's a shallow as fuck question. But then, would you date someone that's really attractive to you, but only likes you for your looks? They don't care about anything else. No, that sucks. Yeah. So I guess. So yeah. I would. I would go with the latter of. of that's the two. fucked up. It's a would you rather? It's not supposed like, to be good. But I want, like I just hate that. It like I just really hate these questions because every it's, time it's always why does it always get why is it's only ugly people that treat you nice. Like, why does it always got to every... That is just a would you rather. No, but, you, but you, I know you. You've never been seeing, like, con, like I, this is... I always see stuff like this. Like, mm-hmm. you never see... I always see stuff like this. Where it's always, like, they always say... It's like the... Majority no, of the, the world is very shallow, but we don't like to they say, like, like the attractive people... Uh, cute people don't... Treat, cute niggas don't treat you nice. They say it's the ugly ones. I do believe on... I've, I've met a few niggas that know they look good. And when it comes down to it... They you believe they are so more shallow. So you believe yes. the cute? Yeah, you, I do. I believe that. But then again, when I see questions like this, it's subjective mm-hmm. because who I think is cute, you might not think is cute. Who I think is ugly, you might not think it's is ugly. To you though. Yeah, and it says to you. So I fucking you, fucking, fucking ugly. ugly. But like, then again, it has to be extreme because it's a would you rather? I guess fucking ugly. I got. I I would rather somebody like every aspect of me. I don't want you to be with me just for my looks. There is no longevity. There is no substance in that relationship. No. I don't give a fuck how good you look. I've 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 literally bad niggas that look great to me, and then they open their mouth. And I'm like, yo, you sound like a. Fucking and they idiot. don't. And, or they can't. And, that, and you know that's what you know. I just was, sometimes I just be like going off like thinking like randomly. I don't, like shit. And you know like you ever realize like you know like. Somebody that you're dealing with, like, what's his name? How the conversation that y'all have, like, y'all can have, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can have certain conversations. Like, me and Amon, me and Amon can have certain conversations. And me just thinking, like, you know, I think, oh, I could never have a conversation, like, with this mother. You know what I'm saying? With people like that. And it sucks. Cause I don't it give sucks. a fuck about looks. I don't care how good it you It sucks. Because you, it sucks. you have not stimulated it, me. It sucks. Because of the, the aspects of who I am and my personality, before it even, I, I know there's certain... There's certain if I can't where you just talk want to, to you, fuck somebody, yeah. but yeah, but I still need to have a conversation. If I can only talk to you about certain things and we only connect on certain things, it ain't gonna fucking work. And like if, if you're you, literally yeah. telling me that the only thing that you, the only thing you like about me is my looks, and yeah, you're attractive, then I guess if it's on a basis where I'm in the headspace where I just want to fuck you, then that's one thing. And if the only thing I'll we can talk about is what video you seen on World Star, we ain't got nothing to fucking talk about. Okay. I, I mean, the okay. only thing if like if you're talking about politics, I will at least want to be like. I, at least, okay, well, you know, like what's going on in today's society. You know what I'm saying yes, about I was, like I that. Want to everything. Intellectual. I just want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk about just more. You know what I'm saying? And what the fuck is the word on the street? I would appreciate somebody, regardless of how they look, to appreciate every aspect of me: my mind, my goals, mm-hmm. my drive, my looks. I want you to appreciate this whole entire package of who I am because. This is what I'm going to always mm-hmm. be. And I'm just building on it and growing on it and just reaching the plateaus of self-actualization. So I would want somebody that appreciates that. Now, whether they look good or not, they ain't got shit to do with it. As long as you appreciate me and respect me for me, that's all I care about. Period. Mm. 
That was deep. Hmm. That was good. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. That's episode 73. We have wrapped this one the fuck up. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jazzy, of course. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at I Said What I Said Podcast. You can follow me on IG at Coco the Don Dada. And you can follow the podcast Twitter on I Said What I Said Pod. I-S-W-I-S. There you go. All capital letters. See y'all next week next week. Because I was going to go next week. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.